This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. Now, for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex in the City, and each week, I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week, we have an amazing guest for you, Eva Morreale, and we'll be watching Season 2, Episode 12, entitled La Dolor Exquise. Now, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, tell us what's going through your mind when you're listening to this podcast. You can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. Have you guys heard about Loot Crate? So no matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a monthly subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. And so you pick your crate. Subscribe to just one or as many as you'd like, and you can cancel anytime. So you can save 10% by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash loot crate and use the code SAVE10 at checkout. All right, go get some loot, guys. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio. They've got a lot of other awesome podcasts, so head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like this show, like if you actually like it, it's okay. I hope you do. And if you want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. Just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos. Click on the Amazon logo to the left and start shopping. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Uh, My name is Megan McKeever, and today... We are talking about season two, episode twelve, La Dolor Esquise, 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 Esquise. Esquise. <laughs> and I have a very special guest, Eva Morreale. Hello, hi! Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited. Yeah, La Dolor Esquise, Esquise, which I looked it up. It means exquisite pain. Exquisite pain. How lovely and appropriate. Yes, for the episode. And in the Urban Dictionary. It says, exquisite pain of wanting someone you know you can never have. Uh, again, appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> in, this, in this instance, for sure. So Eva, first, uh, tell us about yourself. Oh my gosh. So you and I met at a Sex in the City 20th anniversary event. Yes. Um, and it was so awesome. Um, <laughs> it was hosted by the women that run um, the Every Outfit on SATC Instagram account. Instagram, yes. And so that's how I met you there. But um, we exchanged information, and I think I wrote on my card 
that uh, I was a professional barista, which in reality I am. Um, but I also just started my own podcast called LA Girls, and it's a profile series of like women that are influenced in LA culture. Aside from that, I'm from Jersey, which I'm sure the the more Cosmo I drink, the more my accent will come out <laughs> today. So uh, yeah, that's a little about me. Cool. Yeah, that kind of happens with me and my Southern accent, um, you know, sometimes. Because I'm from North Carolina. So. Gotcha. Here we go. Well, bottoms up. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that event was really fun. And um, not only was uh, Kirsten Davis there, but uh, the writer... Yes. Um, Michael, Michael Patrick, Patrick King, King was there. And Jenny Bix. Bix. Mm-hmm. And actually, I I introduced myself to them after you the did, event. You were ballsy. You just went up yeah. to everyone. I was just like, <laughs> on the sidelines. Well, it was just like, the it was the perfect time to do it. That's true. Because it was over. Everybody was leaving. And I guess they were like, they beelined it out of there. Uh-huh. And they were waiting for their cab. So nobody else had really come out um, yet. And they were just kind of like standing by themselves on the side of the street, and they were alone. So okay. I was like, "If I'm gonna do it, now's the time. It's gonna be this now. is my trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I just like I went up to them and I was like, "Hi," you know, and I got a picture. Oh my gosh! Yeah, got a picture and um, was also like, "Here's my podcast card. Come be oh. on the podcast." <laughs> so we'll see. Cross Michael fingers. Patrick King, Jenny Vix, coming yeah. for you. Come for you. <laughs> see you. All right, well, let's talk about season two, episode 12, Let It Allure Exquisite. <laughs> so it starts out, unfortunately, Samantha really isn't in this episode no. very much. Oh, and it's such like a, a sex heavy, kink heavy episode, and we get like yeah. a little Samantha, but yeah. It is weird. The irony. Yeah. I guess they kind of had to push her out of the way so that Stanford could have a storyline. Yeah, which is always nice when Stanny gets some play. I know, I love Stanny. I love Stanny too. He's so sweet. And starting now, he definitely becomes more of a main character. Yeah, of a presence on the show for sure. Yeah. Um, as like Carrie's, you know, go-to outside the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's so wonderful yes. and sweet. <laughs> So they're at this like S&M restaurant. I guess it's like an opening night. Mm-hmm. Samantha's doing PR for it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they're just there. Oh, and it's so ridiculous. So Charlotte shows up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the dress code was kinky. And uh, uh, Samantha's like, where's your outfit? And she's like, I curled my hair. <laughs> my hair is kinky. <laughs> In like, classic no. Charlotte. Yeah, no. Does not count. Um, Carrie's outfit is pretty badass, though. Um, but it, it, it just reminds me, like, first of all, this show, like, shows its age in, in so many episodes. But, um, also, Carrie's a sex writer, which always drives me crazy. And she's, like, some, like, the most prudish in the group. Like, she's always, like, kind of judgy about other mm-hmm. people's kinks or bisexuality. I think the bi episode is in season two as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's coming um, up. So she's always kind of, like, judgy about, like, out there-ish sex, like, n- normal normal stuff, like, even, like, anal. I remember she was, like, teasing Charlotte about in one episode, and she's a sex writer, and she's, like, non-progressive, which is pretty hilarious. But um, it's nice to see her encourage Stanford in this episode with his kink. Yeah. Yes. Big tool for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's so interesting um, because I feel like chat rooms aren't really a 
thing anymore. No. What is the modern equivalent? Do we have anything? I don't know because now like we that? don't use like screen names anymore. No, everybody puts it out there. Yeah, now it's like it's Tinder. <laughs> yeah, now it's just our names. People just saying they have a big tool for you. Yeah, it's just our names, which is wild. That yeah, these sorts of things were like very hidden, but now it's very <laughs> omnipresent, just out there. Yeah. yeah, so he's like in these sex chat rooms, cyber sexing with yes. with screen names. He's Rick Nine Plus, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm like, where did he get that from? I know, like uh, the I, name I, Rick. Rick, yeah, Rick <laughs> Nine Plus, maybe Rick. Okay, sure, because it rhymes with dick. Maybe? <laughs> I'm just like, where did you get that from? Like, I don't. It's creative. What was your first screen name? Do you remember yours? Oh yeah. What was it? Um, <laughs> I had so many. Um, mine was Penelope four six five. What? Is that like, <laughs> so dumb, right? Why Penelope? Penelope four six five. Um, Penelope because Punky Brewster, like the show. Oh my god. So the god. character Punky Brewster. Is her real name Penelope? Well, Punky's real name is Penelope. Punky's real name. It's yeah, not her. the actress's name. That's Soleil. Right. right? Okay. But, um, yeah, Punky's real name was Penelope. And then 465 was, like, I had a crush on this other guy. Oh, my God. And his, like, screen name was, like, Falcon, like, 687 or so. So, whatever. I took, like, different numbers but did the uh-huh. same pattern with uh-huh. it. I'm sure for he him. never knew that. No, because because of course, you know, it's all for us. It's all yeah. like hidden agenda. It's like one, four, three means I love you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then I had another one that was like, I have glasses too. That's adorable. Like the number two. That's adorable. What was yours? Eva the diva. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, yeah, that makes sense. It was appropriate, but yeah, it was my nickname. It was one of my nicknames growing up, and weirdly, it wasn't taken. So, yeah, it was Eva the Diva. Wow, but that is crazy. It wasn't I know, taken. I know. I was in there early in the in the aim <laughs> in the aim uh, screen chatting yeah. game. But I, I, it's funny that we're talking about this, where it's like chat. Maybe Tinder's the modern chat room because I feel like Twitter's the modern. AOL Instant Messenger, where it's mm. like you have away messages and you have a handle and you put funny things and there's coded messages and there's jokes and there's people you talk to and stuff. I, I think about this a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly, clearly. Oh gosh, I, but yeah, I don't. I like. I loved AOL Instant Messenger, um, mm. but I just like don't get Twitter. No, you're not on Twitter. I, I mean, I'm on it. I'm yeah. there. I just don't. I'm not. I guess I'm not on it. Like I'm not on top of it, you know. I have a problem. It's bad. I had to delete the app for a while. You need to show me like the world of it. Okay, I'll show you. Because um, I need because I need to understand what it. There's this thing going on now. Speaking of big tool for you, there's this uh, <laughs> there's this really funny the cut article that's like a primer and explainer on what's going on on Twitter right now. But it's like this thing called big dick energy, and it's mm. <laughs> it's basically like a guy he doesn't or it could be it could be anyone that has big dick energy. It's basically like you have a presence and like you're kind of a badass, but it's like a quiet like a quiet masculinity or a quiet like Kirsten Stewart has big dick energy and like Idris Elba has big dick energy but it like mm. stemmed from um Pete Davidson who's engaged to Ariana Grande 
and he like has big dick energy because he has, you don't necessarily have to have a big dick to have big dick energy or have a dick period. But if you just like carry yourself with like a badass presence, you have big dick energy. So anyone can have it. Yeah. You do it. But it's this like, I have to show you all the memes that are going around, but it's really funny. I would say that Samantha definitely has yes! big dick energy. Yes, Samantha, faux show. Yeah, has big dick energy. Carrie, not so much. Um, Miranda, maybe not. Cynthia Nixon, yes, maybe. Yeah, yes. Um, Charlotte, no, definitely no. not. No big dick energy. <laughs> she tries, <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's that's Twitter in a nutshell uh, right now. That's okay. what you're missing out on. Oh, I feel bad that I'm missing out on this big dick energy. I'll show you all the big dick energy okay. tweets after we right. record we'll check that out after. the show. Yes. All right. So yeah, um, Stanford Rick Nine Plus. He talks a big tool for you. <laughs> um, okay. So Charlotte. Uh, speaking of Charlotte, yes, she. Goes into this random shoe store that I guess she's never been in before. Yeah, or else she'd know better. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he's new. Buster, Buster. Maybe Buster's new, and uh, yeah, she's just never encountered. Yeah, him before. But yeah, she's just there to like look at the shoes, mm-hmm. um, just window shop, and he has a bit of a shoe fetish, just a little bit. Um, specifically a foot fetish, oh, right. as we learn. Foot fetish. Sorry, yes. she's the one with the shoe fetish. She has a shoe fetish. Yes. Oh, show. Um, yeah, Buster has a, a foot fetish, as we come to discover. It's so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so gross. Um, yeah, I don't know about feet. I don't want to kink shame at all, but can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Can't do men's feet. Can't do women's feet. You're not cute. Well, I just don't see that there's anything to do. No, you know? I get, like people suck on them, and st- like even the thought, like uh, <laughs> not a foot person. They're gnarly. They're yeah. like ugly hands. They're ugly hands. <laughs> well, we use them to to walk on. We use them to walk on, and they're on the ground. And normally, grounds are dirty. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, um, I do get the shoe fetish thing. Um, oh yeah, I love shoes. But it's funny that Charlotte who is kind of, like, seen as the most prudish of the group encounters this person who's, like, dirty. Like, I I feel like if she had almost Miranda's storyline, she'd be kind of, like, down for it. But for some reason, like, uh, the juxtaposition of, like, pure, innocent Charlotte with, like, Buster is really fun for me. Like, it's super (laughs) dirty. But she goes along with it because she's into the shoes. She has a shoe problem. They all do. It's like five hundred dollar pair of shoes. Yeah. So he, 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 she's like, "Oh, how much are these?" And he's like, "They're four hundred, but for you, two hundred. And I'm like, two hundred. First of all, <laughs> as someone who has a background in retail, how do you even do that? Like, what, what are you even inputting into the POS system um, to to put? Like, you're putting fifty percent off a pair of designer shoes. It's, so something shady is going on with Buster, too, if he's able to discount the shoes that much. Does he own the store? I have many questions, clearly. But, yeah. I mean, maybe he's just going to pay the difference. Ew! Oh, my God. Imagine if your your fetish were that bad that you were like, fuck it. I'll just. 
Oh my god, so it's like that's a dark thought. Yeah, because yeah. he's paying for it just through shoes. Oh my gosh, hey. he could just be. <laughs> yeah, he's just paying the difference. Ew, he's he's dirty. Um, so we'll come back to him because <laughs> uh, it gets worse. Yeah. So Miranda meets. Jack, yeah, played by Will Arnett. Played by Will Arnett. There's so many fun cameos on this show. So many. Well, because like then it wasn't really a cameo. That's true. You know, it it wasn't. It was like one of his early early yeah. things. Yeah, it was before he was really Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because like Bradley Cooper was on. True. He was a skis in two episode one, I think. Where uh, what's it called? Single and fabulous! Ex- exclamation point. That was yes. Bradley Cooper. Question mm-hmm. mark. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Will Arnett's, uh, I, I love that she picks him up in like the dirtiest, most Miranda way. It's very cute. Like in the biography section. Yes. Um, and then he turns out to be a pervert. Yeah. Um, but their interactions are super fun and like cheeky and stuff. I love that kind of introduction. Yeah. It's a shame him. that he's that a he pervert. That he couldn't that he's a pervert. Because they really been. got along well. They got along. And he's yeah. cute and like they they. They fit. They vibed, yeah. They had chemistry. They do that a lot on the show, don't they? Like, controversial opinion. Um, <laughs> you could have me back on the show for these episodes <laughs> if you'd like, because I'll defend him to the death. But I love Burger, and I love <laughs> Carrie and Burger together. And, yeah, if he hadn't have posted it, they could have taken it all the way, I feel like. I They're so okay, compatible. I'm, we can talk about it. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, no, people do not agree. Like, people get very upset when I bring up Burger, and I get it. No, I love Burger. Yeah. He's great. Oh, Burger. It's just he couldn't get over himself. No, he was deeply insecure. Yeah. Deeply. If he, was, if he wasn't, I think they would have worked out because they had a lot in common. Yeah. They were both writers. But the chemistry, and he wasn't mean to her, like, big. But, and he wasn't too granola and, like, out of the box, like, Aiden. Like, everybody loves Aiden and roots for Aiden as, like, the, as, as Carrie boyfriend. But it's mm. like, I don't, uh, he's so boring to me. He's very sweet, but very boring. And yeah. he was just someone that was reliable, unlike big. He was concrete and meant what he said and was kind and loving, which are all things you want in a relationship, especially with Carrie. Um... But he was like, well, you know. He was blah. He was blah. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I agree. I liked Burger. Thank you. He just. Had a fellow Burger fan. But it, it, it's not her fault that it no, didn't work out. No, it's She not. tried. She tried very hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, thank, thank goodness, though, he ended it, though. Yes, because they were just strung her along. Oh, and yeah. It, yeah. It's it's funny because I could see him doing something like that, where the, like what Big ended up doing, like leaving her at the altar or something. Yeah, chicken shit. Yeah, it's just a baby. But Big's a baby too, and she ends up with babe. Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Big. So Miranda meets Jack. <laughs> so to get back to the, at the actual subject at hand, biography section at an outdoor book store, and yeah. Again, they have great chemistry, Cute. but he likes to have sex in public. Mm-hmm. In public places. Very public places. <laughs> I would never do it in the back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've done things in the back of a Uber prom. Stuff went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's more roomy. Like the driver's way ahead of you. Right. Um. So. Yeah, like cabs, like right 
behind the cab driver. Like that's yeah. a little. I'm I'm saying that, and that, like I literally did it a few months ago. <laughs> like, not full sex, not to get too revealing. Well, but, I yeah. mean, after like a couple yes, of when drinks, you're drunk, you're in the drinking. Like, Let's do this. Woo! Yeah. yeah, but uh, to constantly be doing it in public. And the the thing is, I think with him, it's not even like a kink in the sense that he likes to do it in public or likes the idea of being caught. He clearly can only get off if it's in like in that capacity, Mm -hmm. as we learn at the end of the episode, which is detrimental. It'd be one thing if you're like, I like to do it in public. That's fun. But he's like, he's got issues where he needs, he needs to be caught in order to get off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, the fetish thing. Yeah. That's the element where it's like, ah, skirt. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like certain things can turn you on, mm-hmm. but if you can only get off a certain way, yeah, then That's, you've reached like fetish. Yeah. Peak. Uh, mm-hmm. Peak. Yes. No, it's no boy now. No. And poor Miranda. <laughs> like hilarious no. at the end of the episode. When the reveal is his parents are there and he's like just slapping her down while they're having sex and her facial expressions are really funny. Yeah. It was a it was a really fun scene. But imagine oh my God. Imagine your parents walking in on you. Yeah, and also though, like the parents like why didn't they leave? Yes. Why are they staring? They like, just stood they're in there. shock. I guess they're in shock, but they're they're just yeah. Like no, to me when I accidentally walk on some walking on something that I know I'm not supposed to be there yeah. for, I quickly shut yeah, the door and go away. I run. I don't yeah. just stand there and looking like the mom no. like oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No. Like I didn't it could make any sense. May. No. <laughs> that wasn't like that wasn't a truthful moment in, <laughs> in filmmaking. Especially with parents. Like, if my mom saw me, she'd run the other direction. She wouldn't just be. Yeah. I would hope to think she wouldn't be, like, mouth agape. It's like, they're not stupid. They know what's happening. Yeah. Like, and then they, but maybe they have issues, too. Maybe Maybe like, that's where he got the issues. <laughs> yeah. There you go. They're like, oh, our son. <laughs> getting it on. They're cheering him on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> so, Big is packing. To go on a business trip mm-hmm. to France. To Paris, yeah. To Paris, yes. And Carrie is just kind of being like that needy girlfriend. Like, I'm going to miss you. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think the, the crux of their relationship or how it always seems to be in the, the early years or throughout the entire series really is the more she wants him, like the more he pulls away. And it's kind of like this inverse relationship where, you know – it's like super push pull throughout the series, um, but Carrie is like whiny and the worst and stuff, you know. I I mean, I say that as someone who's been like a stupid over a guy, but I watched this episode particularly and was like, um, is this how I sound? Like, like when you like wanting a guy to commit so bad and like doing everything you can, like prancing around town and. The delusion, like, Carrie's constantly delusional and, like, lives in her own plane of existence. Yet I root for her. But um, (laughs) it's just, like, wild because, like, he drops the bomb, of course. And then she's, like, telling Charlotte and Miranda, well, maybe we'll, you know, I'll go there. I'll write the I'll write the the column there. I'll go visit him. And he's not even thinking about her in that context. Like, she's already, like, jumped, you know— Literally across the pond 
to, yeah. like, factor him into her life. She's willing to give up, like, her entire life in her column and stuff, which is funny because she, she ends up doing it, you know, at the end of the series, too. Yeah. With Petrovsky. And the Russian. The Russian, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, this first part where she finds out that he's might have to go mm-hmm. to Paris, um, she's just kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, how long have you known about yeah. this? And he's like, oh, it's been in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a while? A while? How long is a while? Why didn't you tell me? It's like, but why couldn't he have just mentioned yeah. it to her? He mentioned it. He's a bastard. He's, he, uh, he's just so, like, he he wants her on his terms always. The, the epitome of selfish, just selfish person. Well, I think that he didn't tell her because... He didn't want her to start planning. Yeah, yeah, because she is so needy. Yeah. I think he was excited for a break. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I think it's true. I think it's he true. was like, oh, this is great. Um, yeah. I kind of I'll get, get to- get a break away from Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, to do what I want on my terms because she drives me crazy and this is intense. Yeah. Ooh, when you frame it that way, because I I never even try to get inside his head because all of his actions just seem so selfish and ridiculous. But I can see that. Their dynamic isn't great, though. Like, even watching them as a couple, especially in the early years, because I go through periods of rewatching the series or rewatching my favorite seasons or or episodes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just, like... I'm not like feeling it. Like it it reminds me of me of past relationships or guys I've dated where like they're negging me the whole time and we're just like picking at each other and driving mm-hmm. each other crazy. And you're you're thinking like, oh, we like love each other because we get each other and we're pissy with each other and we get like, no, that's not healthy. It's not cute to like to be adults. And at this state, they're supposed to like he's in his forties. And right. she's like Mid-30s or approaching mid-30s at this point in the series. Yeah, she's like 34. Yeah. And it's like, what you doing? I'm doing this type of stuff now, <laughs> and I'm 28, and I'm I'm mortified and like, oh, this is unhealthy and toxic. So it's just bad. Even when it's, quote, good with them, it's just like, ugh, they're the worst together. It's <laughs> yeah. so bad. So, yeah, she—also, this is the moment where— he says, now don't get carried away. I noticed that. Like, <laughs> I noticed that because for me it was like, oh, my God. She, you know, uh, Samantha makes that point in the movie, mm-hmm. a man who finally got carried away. You know, that's what I thought of. Was was that what you were thinking of? That, like, oh, iconic yeah. moment? Yeah. Yeah. That's good writing. Snaps for Michael <laughs> Patrick King. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it's just crazy that he's just like, what's the big problem? Yeah. Like, what are you talking what about? What do you mean, what's the big problem? Like, what am I, what do I do now? Like, yeah. what, what am I supposed to do with this information? And she goes and talks to the girls about it. And yeah, it's really sad that she starts like planning like what she's going to do. She's like, well, you know, it won't be so bad. Like, what's the worst thing? You know, I get to go visit my boyfriend mm-hmm. in Paris on the weekends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Which, first of all, you max out your credit card constantly, and you write a column. It's not in the New York Times. It's not in... <laughs> in the Star. No, it's in the New York Star, <laughs> next to the penile ads, if I remember yes. correctly. And penile implant penile ads. Penile implant ads. Yes. We've got two super fans here. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Yeah, how are you affording to bop over to Paris? He's paying for your ticket, clearly. And that's assuming he wants you to be there, crazy pants. Yeah. Oh, Carrie. The delusion. The delusion. <laughs> the delusion. The delusion. Oh, my God. Uh, which brings us to... So Carrie and Stanford have a nice little scene where they get drunk. Oh, yeah. And... Stanny's like, should I go, like, you know, Big Tool for You wants to meet in person. <laughs> should I meet Big Tool for You? Should I meet him? <laughs> like, we both have underwear fetishes. Like, yes. should we go? Which, that's a th- I guess that's a thing. Although it's nice when guys have nice underwear, but I didn't, yeah, that's a nice thing. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty pedestrian <laughs> thing, <laughs> accessible <laughs> to have an underwear fetish. But do continue, sorry. Oh, no, we can talk about <laughs> men's underwear. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's really interesting. Like I grew up with a dad and I, I, (laughs) wait, where are we going? Where are we going with this? I just say like, so like my brothers and my dad, like I knew what kind of underwear they wore. Yeah. I didn't see them in their underwear. Yeah. Boxers? Were they boxers? No, they wore like those like tiny whiteies? Briefs. Okay. Like they were briefs, though. Yeah, briefs are the ones not that are boxer like, briefs. They not, were tidy whiteies. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like that. So that's what I grew up like seeing. Like not like not, they didn't run around the house all the time yeah. in their underwear. <laughs> but like when my mom's folding laundry, you know what I mean. You see I knew them. Mm-hmm. what their underwear looked like. You're aware of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they would come in different colors, though. They weren't always white. Oh yeah. Um, Fruit of the loom. <laughs> I get, you know what? Yeah, I guess I associate that with like young boys too. This conversation's getting weird. Yeah. But yeah, like tidy whiteys are like, like when I would babysit, you know, I would see like uh, this conversation's getting so weird <laughs> and dark. But yeah, tidy whiteys, no, don't do it for me. If, yeah, if I could pick like the perfect underwear on a guy, it's like nice. Tight-ish fitting, not like suffocating your balls or anything, but like black, tight-ish um, boxer briefs. Yeah, boxer like, briefs. Those are attractive because it's like the best of both worlds, but it's not like – which is funny because throughout the series, Carrie's, Carrie wears briefs. She like wears men's underwear. She does And sometimes. it's it's like cute-ish, but like also like, oh, Carrie. Well, I used to do that in high school. You di- Are they comfortable? They're called, well, you would, I would go to Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. And I would go to the boys section and they had underroos. Oh my gosh. And underroos were, you got like, like a Batman t-shirt with matching Batman underwear. I remember my mom used to talk about like in the seventies having like Wonder Woman ones. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't make them for girls, so I had to go to the boys section, and I would buy underoos. Oh, my gosh. For, like, you know, six bucks or whatever it was. Sound really comfy and cute. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. So, yeah, it was weird because, like, so I grew up seeing briefs, and then my, like, high school boyfriend had boxers. Okay. Like, normal boxers. Yeah. Nah. It wasn't until high school that I was introduced—I mean, high school— a college mm-hmm. till I was introduced to the boxer brief. You like graduated yeah. each time. And I was like, oh, yeah. these. Yeah, this is where it's at. Are great. Yes. I don't know if I trust men that are, I mean, boxers are fine. I like to wear like a guy's boxers. I think that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, like your boyfriend's boxers, but yeah. Mm. 
boxer briefs. Show me that ass. But the club that Stanford goes to, like, they're, yes. all, they're, all, wearing <laughs> they're all wearing boxer briefs. Yeah, that's the move for gay men. I guess, I guess it, like, gay men, like, popularized it, like, made it, like, handsome. Maybe. I guess so. Maybe. They're hot. Cheers yeah. to the gays, as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, gay men, <laughs> for making boxer briefs, like, mainstream. And, like, I wonder, does that club still exist? Like, is there a yes, club? Yes, it's underground. You know what I noticed? Because when I came by, you were finishing up the episode, too, and I didn't notice this when I was watching, is, is it literally underground? Because Stanford puts out, like, a cigarette on the floor. And it's like, what? Or was that a thing in New York? Like, when they were still smoking in bars, you could put out a cigarette on the floor? That's a great question. <laughs> and these are the things I'm paying attention um, to. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We should seek out this club and see if it's like a thing. I wonder if there's one in LA out here. And there's under there definitely. Yeah. Definitely possible. Yes. Somewhere in West Hollywood. For sure. Yes. If not, there club. should be. <laughs> what what is like the female equivalent, do you think, to like boxer briefs? Like I <laughs> I I do enjoy a granny panty, like a like a big high-waisted thing. Even when I'm not like on my period or anything, I just think they're cute like on your butt and stuff like yeah. a big high-waisted situation. But I don't think I don't know if like a thong is like the equivalent. I don't know. I would I guess like men, men would have heterosexual to- <laughs> men <laughs> listening to this podcast. Email us. Email <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Yes. What is the equivalent? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, like, I know what I like to wear. Yeah. But I don't know that it, all guys think it's cute. Or maybe that's the thing. Guys just don't care. Yes. They're not. That's true. Because it's like, you know, there's like the image. You know what the thing is? I was thinking about this too. You spend a lot of money on lingerie and I love lingerie, like nice stuff, but it's like, um, it comes off. <laughs> You're yeah. not like I was looking at the Rihanna Fenty. Have you looked at any of it? No. Like, there's some hot stuff. Like there's like a full bodysuit that's like made of lace and Aww. there's like some marabou situation and stuff. And it's very like hot. Oh, and Carrie fun. would love some Carrie marabou. Carrie would love some marabou. Um, so it's Samantha. Um, yeah, there's some really cute stuff and, I'm, and it's pretty affordable. And I'm like, maybe I'll just buy it for me because I want to look hot for me. But it's also like, yeah, if I wear this for a dude, it's coming off. So it's like, mm, am I spending money on that? Yeah, I would say buy it for yourself. Thank you. And wear it around your house. Thank you. Hang out with your cat. (laughs) This is getting sad. And (laughs) watch some Sex in the City. Work for Jenny Lewis. (laughs) Jenny Lewis is my cat, not the actual Jenny Lewis. So, yeah. And watch some Sex in the City. Yeah. Actually, that sounds like a really fun night in. Me and my Fenty underwear. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, but yeah, Carrie uh, tells Stanford to do it. Yeah, she encourages him, which is nice, which is a nice moment. Um, she doesn't really sh- kink shame him or anything. Mm-mm. She's like, be safe, go have fun. Because yeah. she knows she has her own problems. Yes. Who is she to judge? <laughs> She's messy as hell. Because after at the he moment. leaves, um, she calls, she drunk calls uh-huh. big, and they have like the greatest conversation ever. It's amazing. Yes. Because I quote this a lot. Like, whenever I have arguments. Oh, my God. What do you quote? <laughs> I, I always tell Terrence, I said, 
I am a woman. I am a woman. A woman. <laughs> I love that line. I'm using that now. I'm using that now. It's brilliant. Oh, I, f- yeah. I forgot about this scene when I watched this episode. It's so good, though, because we've all done it, too. We've all done the drunk call. Have, I mean, you've done it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I've done multiple. <laughs> I've done the drunk text. Multiple guys. Yeah. <laughs> multiple boyfriends. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I'm a woman. A woman. Oh, it's so good and funny. Because it's true, though. It's like when you're in a relationship and you're like, I think about you all the time. Yes. I'm prioritizing all you. All the time. I think about us. Us. We. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, so always, true. you're always coming and going and, you know, Getting oh, a cab. A cab. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though, because, yeah. you know, she finally, like, lets loose of, like, what we're all thinking, too. It's like, he's the worst. But exactly. And, like, everything she's saying, it's like, yes. Yes. You realize it. Mm-hmm. You come finally. to this point. Yeah. Dump him. Yeah, just dump him over the phone at this point because he's, he's, you know— you're a priority to him, and he's an option to you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it reminds me of uh, one of the, like, uh, Sex in the Country. I think it happens in Sex in the Country when Big mm-hmm. falls in love with the movie star, and he uh, is telling her, like, her and Aiden, she can always reach me, but I can never get her. It's the same yes. shit. Yes, yes. It's the same type of shit. Um, yeah. A little thing about... Willow, the movie star. Willow, yes. If you don't know, she, the actress that plays her, because uh-huh. we only see her on billboards and the on magazine, magazine cover, mm-hmm. um, it's the same actress that played his ex wife. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's some good trivia. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I'm into that. His mm-hmm. third marriage, shaking my head with Carrie. It's his third marriage. Yeah. He's so messy. He's so messy. He's so messy. And he has the nerve to be like, mm, you're an option. The worst. She can reach me. But I, but can I can't ever get, get her. her. So good. That I'm going to use that line now, too. <laughs> I'm a woman. So uh, good. Yeah, but, but then she doesn't uh, like, follow through with it. Like, that conversation should have been everything because— yeah, she what's crazy about that is she has that conversation with him and you know, when I've had like that breakdown moment, 9 times out of 10, the guys like, "Oh god, she's like pissed off and I fucked up. Like how can I, you know, even the 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 you know, most butthead of guys I've dated has been like, "Oh, I fucked up," you know. Um, and Big's just like, why are you calling me? I've got a meeting at nine. You, he doesn't call the next day and is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, or like clearly you're upset. Like you're really upset if, you know, you're drunk calling me, blah, blah, blah. He's just so self-absorbed. Like nothing comes of that conversation at all. If anything, she's like more like, oh, I fucked up. It's like, no, Carrie, you fool. You didn't, I mean, you fucked up, but you know, that should have been the breakthrough moment where he's like, oh, I'm not like factoring you at all. I'm the worst. Yeah, well, that's it's frustrating because like after she hangs up the phone with him, mm-hmm. uh, the in the voiceover, it's like through my drunken haze, I knew that I had gone, gone too, too far. far, and I'm like, no, no, you what? didn't go far enough. Yeah, thank you. She didn't even go there that hard. She didn't even roast him as hard as she could no. have. No. Uh. So then the next time we see him, mm-hmm. she like. Does the whole, you know, it's like McDonald's Ooh. beret, French beret time. Which fun 
uh, fun bit when we were at the event. <laughs> there were so many different, like, people did a lot of cosplay, which was really cute. And I think if you go on the standards Instagrammer, the Instagram, the Every Outfit on SATC's Instagram, you can see a lot of the outfits that people did, which were so great. Yeah, I had an amazing one. And that's how I came over to you because I'm a crazy person <laughs> and have no boundaries. You did Miranda running into her, her ex, like her big ex, on the street looking like shit. Yeah. In puppy the puppy coat. coat overalls, overalls. Baseball cap. And I ran over and I was like, does everyone, does anybody get that you're Miranda right now? But that brings me back to the episode because uh, I think a girl that worked at the Standard, she was like taking her tickets or something. Um, it did, like the iconic Carrie being like, la bitch, you know? yes. So she red had like dress. a red polka dotted dress mm-hmm. and a black beret. It was very cute. It was so fun to like see stuff she like that. She had a bag Ugh. of McDonald's too. Stop. Yeah, did you I didn't see even, that? I, I don't remember if I saw that. Oh, or yeah. Not. She had oh. a little bag. That's so good. Yeah. Yes. It was good. So yeah, Carrie. And she had like comes the perfect over. hair for it too. Like, yeah, she, she, was, she was blonde. She was petite. She had like wavy curls. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There was somebody else that had a really good one. Um, that had like the the very final episode dress. Yes, there was a girl that did like the blonde, not the blonde, the blue, uh, like fluffy dress with um, the, the what, the are, what are those called? Yeah, it's muff, like a, like a, a muff, <laughs> a muff, a um, muff. I think the like little a fur muff. muff thing where Carrie's like yeah. running to get to the party, and Petrovsky like you know ends up talking her into like going to his stupid exhibit thing. The slap. And, like, yeah, the slap. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Me and Terrence talk about that slap a lot. It's so wild. It's it's like, what? That just happened? But w- it's, it's, yeah, it was just so, it was like he accidentally slapped her, but didn't. But didn't. Yeah. It, he'd slapped Carrie for all of us. That was a slap for all of us. Yeah. It was so <laughs> weird. And then her necklace broke. Yeah. Like, why Why did the slap make her necklace break? It's just and a lot of awkward things It was met Like, oh, God. Carrie, like, that's how stupid Carrie is that she's like, I need to move to Paris with this random Russian man. I can, I can, what did she say to Miranda? I can um, go live my life with him or I can stay here and... I don't even remember what she said. It's so stupid. Just like, just stay here for you. Stay here and be here for you. Stay here and be here for you or I can go live my life. And Marina's like, what are you going to do? A croissant. Ah! (laughs) Savage. Uh, But uh, but it's true. I mean, like, you know, what was Miranda to say? Because Miranda had her whole life. Yeah. Miranda actually did have a real life. That's so true. She had a house. Yeah. She had a house. She can't judge Carrie if no, she wants to go. That's so true. And Miranda is judgy, so very. I get it. She's very judgy. Yeah. Um. Yes. So she comes in, le bitch. Le bitch. <laughs> Iconic outfit. Yeah. And he's like, what's all this for? Yeah. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> I'm big. I'm a fucking idiot. And he, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, she's <clears throat> apologizing. Yeah. She's trying to be cute. And, like, make it, like, a non-thing and, and factor him in. I've done this so many times with men, too, where I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> Break my heart some more. <laughs> Shit on my feelings. I'm here for you. <laughs> where, like, I do the grand gesture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he finally does it where he, like, runs through Paris for her. Finally, in, like, the last episode. 
but oh, that bastard. Six but, yeah, years. Six fucking years. Exhausting. And all he does is to come to the hotel and then has the nerve to be like, you came to Paris and got slapped. Ha, ha, ha. And then oh. they have this weird laughter moment. Yeah. They're both insane. <laughs> they're both crazy people. And you know what? It's a service that uh, they end up with each other because then they're off the market and not hurting other people's feelings in New York. Well, that's the thing about relationships is that you have to be the same kind of crazy. Yes. You We're know? all crazy. Faux show. Right. But you have to be the same kind yeah, to make it to work. to understand Like I'm crazy and Terrence is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we understand each other's craziness. I think you guys are adorable. Oh, yeah. But, 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 yeah. You're both insane. We're, yeah. We're insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're insane. And, and then it's not even with relationships, just people in general. Yeah, like, I, to relate I, to each other. I have a couple of people I'm, I'm like friends with, I work with, and like, you know, Terrence is like, oh. Those people are nuts, yeah. Megan. Why are you mm-hmm. working with them? Why are you friends with them? I'm like, I know they're nuts, but I get it. Like, yeah. I get their nuts. What sign are you? I'm a Pisces. I was going to say, I know you're a Pisces. I knew it. <laughs> knew I knew it. along with everyone. I smelled it. <laughs> so, yeah, sweet and precious. But yeah, crazy. For, sh- for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What crazy are you? People. A Gemini. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Good to be true. <laughs> Stop. I'm fall. It was too good to be true. Stop, I'm gonna fall on my seat. Guys, I thought I had made a new friend. No, no, we can still be friends. I swear. It's doomed. No, no, I have a lot of Taurus placements. I'm like, I'm <laughs> I'm not like the bad part of Gemini. I'm just I'm very fun it's and like doomed. friends. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh it happens every time. Uh I guess there's one Gemini that like we still talk, but it, yeah, it I mean, a lot. I don't have any Pisces friends, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> I like, don't have any friends. Period. I, no. <laughs> I. It's like it's really weird. I my best friend in high school was a Gemini. Did she like backstab you, or was she just like flippant and flaky and stuff? Um. Well, we were like best friends for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and then like last like year or two of high school, it's just like whoosh, flipped. Oh, that sucks. And she just flipped. Yeah. And she I like even remember her like breaking up with me on the phone. Oh no. Yeah, and I was like in tears and I Ow. and I don't you're even, Pisces. Yeah. I don't even understand why. Like I was like, why? Are you yeah, doing Geminis. This? Okay, I have like lots of theories about the different signs <laughs> that the characters are. I think Big's a Gemini. Like, because mm. Gemini men are terrible. Case in point, Kanye West. Case in point, Donald Trump. Gemini men are very bad. Yeah. Very bad. I, I have the women mixed. are fun and charismatic, but I will cop to us being like flaky and flippant. But it's just we're non-emotional. We're pretty detached people, so we're like, "What? Why are you upset right now? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you crying? I just told you like you're annoying, and I didn't mean it." <laughs> so yeah, Gemini's could be a bit better about that, but I think Pisces are beautiful souls, very sweet people. You're sweet. We're walked all over. Yeah, you are because <laughs> you're just givers and yeah, people take advantage. Plus you're like dreamers too and you live in like your own like lovely realm of, of sweetness. It's frustrating. No, it's okay. That's a beautiful quality to have because this world's very dark. 
because it's run by a Gemini. <laughs> at the yeah. moment, at least. At the moment. At the moment. There will be an upheaval. But yeah, I think Carrie's a Libra. But the, but Libra and Gemini are soulmates. So, of course, Carrie and Big work out because they're both maniacs. Um, mm. Air signs. And I think Miranda is a Capricorn because she's pragmatic and about her work and about her hustle and detached. And I think Charlotte's Taurus because she's very fixated on, like, what will make her life good. And she's a hard worker and she's optimist, romantic. And I think Samantha's a Sagittarius because she's, like, into sex and she's fiery and fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. You're probably right. (laughs) I'm sure there's, like, articles written about this. I've thought about this a lot, clearly. But, yes, I I don't know any – who would be a Pisces on the show? Do you think you identify – can you see Maybe any? Sanford. Maybe Stanny. <laughs> yeah. Stanny of Pisces. Maybe. Um, I wonder if like any maybe Aiden. Was Aiden a Pisces? Ooh. I feel like he could be a Pisces. I could also see him as some kind of earth sign because he's very down to earth yeah. and traditional. I could see him as like a Virgo man. Virgo men are boring, but sexy, secretly kinky. Yeah. But he's anti-smoking. He works with wood. He has, mm-hmm. like, a dog. He's just very, like, you know, mm-hmm. Virgo man. <laughs> well, if I get one of the writers on here, yes, we I can will address definitely this. ask them mm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. Um, where are we at? Did we cover everything in the We episode? got to the big fight. We, yeah, we got to the big fight, and then at the end they end up making – well, not even making up. Like, yeah, he comes like, over for fucking sex. And yeah, he comes over for the last hurrah. Gross. I mean, we've all done it, but gross. Yeah. Break up sex. Break up sex. sex. Yeah. And then, yeah, she realizes, like, she's had enough and can't bring herself. That she herself was in an S&M relationship. Yes. She's a masochist because she's, like, tolerating his pain. Like, loves his pain. Like, the more pain she receives in the relationship. La Delore. Exquise. Exquise. We're foolish. All right. Le podcast. Hey, everyone. There's more Cosmos on the way. But first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. So that does it for our episode recap. Now let's get into some of our segments. Whee! So first up, good big, bad big. Good big, bad big. Ooh, what bad, do you think? Bad big. Yeah. Clearly bad big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bad big. Bad big for sure. Yeah, just endlessly selfish. I mean, we get like a a sliver of humanity almost because he when they have like the McDonald's fight, I'm just going to refer to it as the McDonald's fight yeah, now. <laughs> she takes those fries. She's like, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. Um This is how ridiculous I am about food. Every time I watch that scene, I'm like, but the food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Oh, that that thought is in her mind. It's crossed your mind, too. Yeah, many times. Don't do that. It's a waste. It's a waste of food. It was New York City. Like, that Big Mac probably cost, like, $80. Yes. (laughs) That's an expensive Big Mac. That's a a literal Big Mac. Um, So, yeah, bad big for sure. But we get, like, that sliver of humanity where he acknowledges, like, oh, like when she says the line of like, um, uh, every time we get close, you have to put like an ocean between us, you know. Um, so yeah, for sure, um, bad big because he says, um, 
I like he acknowledges that he that's what he's doing that he's being a commitment phobe and um but like the clincher is when she's like yeah I bet you, uh when uh he says uh I understand where she's like I can't do this anymore yeah I understand fuck you yeah it's like cuz he doesn't fight no he doesn't fight for the relationship but he's like I understand you got to do what you got to do cuz that's not what I we want to hear I had a guy say that to me one time no I had a guy say that to me one time do what you got to do I was like oh Oh, what I want to do is hit you with a Mack truck, but, you know, I'd go to prison. So, fuck you. Oh, he's the worst. Who says something like that? Yeah. Oh. He's a, he's a dick. He's a dick. So, bad big. Bad big. All right. Next, let's choose our hottie of the week. <laughs> Of the week. <laughs> so let's see. Who are you guys feeling? Um, who are the guys? We got Jack. Yeah. Played by Will Arnett. Um, <laughs> who likes to have sex in public. Who likes to have sex in public. Buster. No, Buster. I forget who he's played by, uh, but I, I, I know of he's like a writer. He's like a character actor and writer, but no. Buster. And then. It's too skeevy. Um, Samantha's not with anybody. Big. Samantha's not with anybody. That's um, Stanford. Stanford. I mean, young Will Arnett does it for me. I'm not mad at it. I throw it a bone. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe in public. I mean, he seems like a really fun guy. Yeah. He's a fling. For sure. Yeah. I'd do it. I'd hit it. I'd maybe have hate sex with Big. Because it's funny. I I remember, like, watching that show, like, semi-simultaneous with my mom. Like, she'd occasionally, like, pop in on that show. But I really remember him from, like, Law and Order. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, you know, my boner for him. Like, Law and Order, where he's, like, detect- like hot detective. Oof. That does it for me. So, yeah. Hot. So, so He's big. my hot. Maybe big. Oh, God. What's wrong with me? That's what's wrong with Carrie. Yeah, that's what's wrong with the same thing that's wrong with Carrie. Well, I what's funny uh, is that um, Skipper, we had Skipper on the Skipper. podcast. Oh, my God. You did? Yes. Oh, my God. Ben Weber. Skipper was influential, okay? He was in almost just as many episodes as the Russian. Yes. And fucking iconic. So many, like, really funny uh, bits. Uh Especially when he's like fucking the one girl, and Miranda yes. calls him. Yeah, and he's and she's like, "You're breaking up with me while you're still inside me." Um, yeah, that scene is crazy. iconic. Yeah, iconic, and that's mean. Yeah. That was mean. It was dismissive. <laughs> he uh, he had a a, a cool story. Skipper's a Pisces. Skipper's a Pisces. <laughs> there we yeah. go. I bet he is. Yes. Um, yeah, he said that the casting directors. They had never seen Law and Order. Okay. And I guess, like, you know, he auditioned, and they mm-hmm. were like, oh, yeah, he's great. And then they found out later, they went and did watch Law and Order. They were like, wow, if I had seen this, I never would have casted you. Wow. That's yeah. wild because, yeah, they're totally different roles. Mm-hmm. He brings, like, the, that same, like, kind of stoicness, you know, but, like, charming demeanor to both. Yeah. But, um... That's wild. Yeah. Now, let's discuss some crimes of fashion with our next segment, Who Wore What Why? 
Okay. So what fashion caught your eye this week? I mean, yeah, the the Le Bitch yeah. outfit is so iconic. The black beret. So much so that, yeah, someone copied it, did the cosplay for for uh, the event, which was awesome. Um, it's funny. I was thinking about, too— um, Charlotte, like all the sand, all the quote sandals she tries on are like mules, which are so back in style. Like even you're wearing like a version of a mule. You're wearing like a yeah. platform today. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like so back. Like I remember like my mom had like those candies mules. Yeah. Like in the 90s. And like <laughs> that is, those are pretty much back. I have a pair that I just got like um, through like a resale shop. But yeah, like the, like. There's the slingback versions, but there's, like, the platforms. There's the chunky heel. But those are, like, cute again, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, funny how that episode's probably over 20 years old. What year is yeah. this, what, this episode 20, from? 20th anniversary. Oh, my, so. true. So, yeah. Wait, did we actually say what the salesman did? Uh, He basically, he got off off of, yeah, yeah her trying he, on the, yeah. Like an orgasm. Toward the end, he, like, he full-on had an orgasm, yeah. Because Charlotte tries to return the shoes. She was whoring out her feet. Her <sighs> shoes. Because he gave her a <clears throat> pair for free. For free. I can't say I'm better than it, though. Because, she, I mean, she tra- <laughs> for free shoes, I'll do a lot for free stuff. Um, judge me all you want. They were $500 shoes. $500 shoes. But at the same time, I'm a frugal person, especially if I lived in New York. I remember when I was interning in New York, um... Like, I'd eat lunch at the office and, like, hoard food, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd, like, I'd sleep under my desk and stuff. Like, I'd do stuff like that to save money. These women are like, fuck it. I'm kidding. I want $500. She's going to max out my credit card. No. I, I can't, like, relate to that. So I, I wouldn't even be in that position in the first place. If anything, I'd be in the, like, I, I did stuff where, like, I dated this guy, um, like we we all joked, all the interns called him my Tuesday boyfriend. <laughs> so we'd go out on Tuesdays, and then I had my internship on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. So Tuesday nights, I'd meet up with him and then sleep over, so I wouldn't have to take the train back to Jersey. Nice, and I could just take the subway, you know, to my internship. But yeah, so I can't even relate because I'm like always in my mind balling on a budget. So like, what? Like I wouldn't end up in like a fetish, like a guy jerking off. To my well, he doesn't full on jerk off. Yeah, he doesn't off, even jerk off. It's just he doesn't it's, even jerk off. He's so just like weird. There's that one part where he like licks his fingertips. Oh, <laughs> no! I don't want to talk about feet anymore. It's so gross. It's so gross. But I didn't even understand the whole interaction because so she goes back because mm-hmm. she well Carrie and Miranda kind of they're like. Why did he excuse give you me these, shows, <laughs> these shoes for free? Like why do you have this for free? And she's like, well, I just, you know, let him hold my feet. Hold my feet. Just just <gasps> a little. Just a little. Now, and she knows. Yeah. So she takes him back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I can't accept these. You've worn them. I'm going to throw them away. And she's like, oh, no. And he's like, what are you, you know. But I'm like, does she still get the shoes? Yeah. Like, at that point, I would have just walked out of the store. Yeah, like, just leave them and go. Just leave them because that's the thing. Like, you don't. You don't need the money back on your card or anything because you got them for free. So throw the shoes down to the crazy man and dip. But I think it's it's Charlotte. So she's like, oh, my moral compass. Like, I I have to do this. Even if it's in a weird compromising thing. Like, 
Yeah, so dirty. I would just, yeah, I would just drop the shoes off and been like, bye. But she stays. She stays. Tries on shoes for him. And then he orgasms. Orgasms. It's just wrong. (laughs) I'm just like, Charlotte, what are you doing? What are you doing, Charlotte? Fool. Oh, my God. So naive. Well, up next. I think that's my fashion oh. moment. Yeah. But to say, <laughs> to circle back, that's my fashion moment. I think mules are cool again. I have two pair. I have one from Target and those ones I was talking about that I got oh, yeah. resale. But yeah, team mules. Mules are back in. They're back in. Yes. I am. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's discuss some wordplay with pun of the oh, week. God. This is genius. Okay. What's yours? Um, I'm really bad at puns. Oh. <laughs> but I did find one I was excited about. This is such a serious episode. So, yeah, like, what's the... So, the one pun I found was when Stanford was in the club where they're all wearing, you know, brief, boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. And the voiceover is... Um. Stanford found a brief encounter ha. <laughs> can be quite fulfilling. Ha. Cute. Yeah, a brief Cute. encounter. I love that scene, too, because it <laughs> means, like, trying to figure out if the guy's big tool for you and then recovers very nicely. Uh, yeah. Another one for you. It's very funny. Um, That's quick thinking. It's quick thinking. Very smart, Stanny. Um yeah, it was like I, I. I'm glad that the the writers knew to kind of um, add in some levity with Stanny and his storyline with that episode because otherwise it would have been like pretty heavy and weird. Also with Charlotte and Miranda's storylines, that there was like a, a fun bit and like a, a cheering on sort yeah. of bit for Stanny because yeah, normally Carrie's like pun 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 pun. Did she? Does she have a I couldn't help but wonder at all in that episode? No. Mm. I don't think there was one. Couldn't help but wonder. Uh, I mean, there is a moment where she's like writing something. I feel like she does have yeah. a moment. Mm. I, can't I can't remember what it was about. No, but it's like, you know, was I addicted to the pain of. Yeah, that the, whole thing. I'm a masochist. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid pun, though. The brief encounter. Heh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, does she? Well, I guess in the very last thing in the voiceover was, um, she's like, but there wasn't anything like, uh, I'm, I've untied myself. Yeah, yeah. From big. She gets pretty literal. But there's with, nothing. With the metaphors, exquisite yeah. Exquisite about it. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's pain. Yeah, she's in pain. Wait, do the LA episodes come after this? They do, don't they? Um, no, 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 no. They come after her breakup with Aiden. Yeah, they yes. Come after Aiden. Okay, yeah. Whew. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. We're not there. <laughs> Spoiler wait. alert. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, I God. think the next things are like we meet, um, like she just dates. Couple of different guys. Yeah, the bi episode. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that episode a lot. Me too. Alanis. Oh. I know. She's great. She's great. 
Okay, well, finally, we've arrived at your such a... You're such a... So, which of the main four characters did you most identify with in this episode? In this episode. Ooh. Um, Unfortunately, Samantha is kind of yeah, out of the running. Um, She's not in it. I guess Carrie, because... Um, yeah, I the whole episode I was like cuz I'm post breakup at the moment and um I was one I was like do I sound this needy to my friends do I sound this ridiculous and delusional when I'm talking about this relationship and what I went through um and my feelings about it and like how far I'm willing to go to make it work and um yeah so I I think I get it. I don't know if I've taken it to this extreme. I would never without, like, the guarantee of, like, marriage or, like, a commitment or just someone who clearly loved me in the right ways. I would never uproot my life, though, for a guy. Yeah, unless I was, you know, I say this as someone who moved out here with my ex, but I I didn't think that in the way it it did. But, um, yeah, I I, I can see myself, like, I can see... In that haze of, like, trying to make a relationship work that's, like, difficult or nearing its end and you know it's running its course but you're trying to hold on, I I identify with that element of Carrie. The delusions of grandeur, (laughs) I'm not so sure. I would hope not. But, yes, um, the public sex, yeah, I could identify with Miranda. Charlotte, no, hard no. Like, we were just talking about, like, I would drop the shoes and run. This man's crazy. yeah. It's perverted. It's inappropriate. Not to kink shame. <laughs> Foot fetish, totally cool with. Like, live your best life. But I if you're would. both like consenting, if you're both, yes, consenting to that. But Charlotte was like, ah, what? Free shoes? Yeah, she didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, Carrie's son, Miranda Rising, in this situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, I was also going to say, I feel like. Your situation was more of like a Felicity thing. I don't know a if you fel- ever watched no, Felicity. No, but I know it, it's all on Netflix, right? Should I get into that? I, I think it was. Is it back on there? I don't know. Did they take it down? I think they I could did. find it, you know. But yeah, well, it's kind of the big thing about Felicity is like she uprooted her life to go oh, really? to chase a boy that she wasn't even with. She just really <gasps> liked him. Stop. She just really liked him. But then when she got there and she ended up like telling the guy like, you she know, told. She tells him. Yeah, she tells him. You know, like I came out here for you, but now I know that's crazy. But I'm not here for you anymore. Now I'm here for me, and oh, I'm good happy. For her. You know what I mean? And I feel like, yeah, you might have come out here with a relationship, but now you're like here for you. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, I'm living so. my own life. Thank you for validating <laughs> me. This is like a therapy session. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that'll be my next binge. Yeah, Felicity. I love Felicity. It's, it's good. good. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Okay, yeah, I trust you. I'm oh. sure. <laughs> I don't know. I. I mean, I. I would say I'm probably a carry in this episode. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like my current relationship is not <laughs> like that. Toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's not toxic. Um, but I definitely. I have been, like, willing to uproot my life mm. for another guy. Love makes you crazy. It makes you so crazy. Your freaking brain. 
just like, whoa. And, but because but to me, though, like in my craziness, like if I really like a guy and I'm uprooting it for them, but mm-hmm. I'm also doing it for me because yeah. they make me happy. Yeah, I love them. It's, I want to. It's be, rooted in you too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of like you know, and also I'm a Pisces, so I'm kind of like I can make love. myself happy anywhere. Love. You know, I can yeah. happiness. I can make a career wherever I go. Or, I'm a dreamer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can relate to that. Of like. I'll just make it just I just gotta make it work. Yeah. Yeah. It just is what it is. So sometimes I've had I've had the guy have to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I hear you, but no. But no. Oh my You're god. You're gonna stay. Paris dude, like from New York, which is like, ugh. It's New York. To Paris for like someone who treats you like dirt. I don't know. I don't know, Carrie. She did it for the Russian. Yeah, she does it for the Russian. You know, it's funny because, yeah, it's like we're watching the show and we're recapping it and really thinking about these themes and, like, this stuff keeps coming up with her. Yeah. She does not learn her lesson. She, like, she grows in some ways, but it's also like, Carrie, what the fuck? Well, I mean, I think that's, I mean, I know we're talking about. It's also good writing, too. Seasons ahead, but Mm -hmm. it's like she goes to Paris because I think she doesn't want to make a mistake, mm. you know? Yeah. And because I think she wants the Russian to be big. Yeah. So he's she, available to her. He's not shooing her away. Which right. she Which she even, I think she ends up like remarking to like Sarah, uh, not Sarah, Samantha, um, and saying like, oh, you know, no, 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 I know when, I know exactly when it is. I'm, this is a problem. We watch this show too much. Um, it's when she goes to visit Miranda at the new Brooklyn house, and she's like, it's mature. It's adult. Yeah. He, like, tells me he wants me. He, you know. Um, meanwhile, old Napa, um, like, she makes that joke. And it's like. You don't move to Napa. You take yeah, Napa. You, take you don't Napa. move to Napa. You don't move to Napa. Iconic. Um, yeah, I think she you know, she sees it as, like, history repeating itself, and this is, like, the leap she can take because she finally has someone that's, like, banking on her. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's the right one just because, you know. But she wants him to she be. She wants him to be so bad. She's hopeful, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny how, like, things come back around with Carrie. History repeats itself all the time. Oh, yes. Yeah. History repeating. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're such a Carrie with <laughs> no Miranda mm. rising. What was it? That Carrie, you said? Carrie, maybe Miranda rising. Yeah, okay. in general, I think maybe Charlotte Moon. Um, I don't think there's a lot of Samantha there. I wish I could. Samantha Faux Show has big dick energy. I don't have <laughs> big dick energy. Big dick energy. I lack. <laughs> Hashtag big dick energy. I lack big dick energy. I'm a big baby. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the episode. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. This was a joy, a pleasure, a delight, (laughs) all all the above. Let's go watch some more. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Cheers. Bye. That was the episode, guys. BDE. Thank you so much for listening. And I also want to thank a few people that also make the show possible. John Fredette, music. Check him out at johnfredette.com. 
Eva Morreale, our very special guest. She probably wants you to follow her on Twitter. Terrence Deutsch, producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos in the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. You can follow us too. If you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, whatever, email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.